0: In a year that feels like Groundhog's Day, it's crazy to think Thanksgiving is just around the corner. If you're like me and still trying to decide how to celebrate, I might have some answers for you. Welcome to the Inside OSU Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Robinson. Joining me today are Andrea Graves and Ravi Jadija from the Robert M. Kerr Food and Agriculture Products Center. They have plenty of tips and tricks to make this holiday safe and special, so get ready to talk turkey. The Food Network judge inside me is just so excited to be here today speaking with both of you about Thanksgiving food and traditions. Ravi, you are a food safety specialist. What are some of the biggest mistakes you've seen people make in the kitchen on Thanksgiving?
1: Well, I see many, but uh, if I want to start, uh, first of all, washing turkey. I think according to USDA, approximately 65% of the consumers, they wash turkey they're not supposed to. Because uh, during washing, those pathogens that might be present on turkey are going to splash around and contaminate large area in your kitchen. Second, people are not using thermometer to cook turkey. Turkeys must be cooked to an internal temperature of 165. Otherwise, we cannot guarantee the safety of turkey. Towing turkey, if you just leave it outside, it's a big issue as well. Pathogens can grow very, very quickly. And finally, when people are... Eating, they leave the meal outside or leftover outside for a really long period of time. So that can actually allow microorganism to grow very rapidly and someone can get sick with that as well. So turkeys need to be, turkeys or any type of uh, m- cooked meal need to be uh, put back in refrigerator within two hours of preparation. So uh, no turkeys outside at room temperature for a long period of time.
0: A lot of turkeys, I've seen them come with that little button thing that sort of pops up. Does that indicate that it's done or should we just ignore that altogether?
1: No, that's a really great start. But what I have found that many times those button thing is not placed at the, the thickest part of the turkey. So whenever you are taking temperature, your aim should be taking temperature of the thickest part and internal temperature. So button thing would... Get you very close, but without a thermometer, there is no saying that your turkey is properly cooked. And especially if you are like me, you like to put stuffing inside, then things get uh, very complicated. Make sure that uh, you take temperature of your stuffing as well. Your internal temperature of stuffing need to be 165 because your turkey might be cooked, your stuffing might still be raw.
0: Andrea, what are some other do's and don'ts you recommend? It doesn't have to be necessarily on the food prep side, but maybe the celebrating side with families coming together.
2: Well, like I like he said even though it's it's a food safety thing, but you know, put that put those leftovers up right away. I mean, it, you know, we all get our bellies full and we want to go watch football or do the things that we want to do, but if you just get that stuff in the, in the refrigerator, that's a a good thing washing our hands i mean we're tired of hearing that but you've got children and grandparents and people all around helping out with with the with the meal make sure they're you know they're not sneezing on things and <laughs> like like the you know we do when when we're at home sometimes but yeah those are some things and then you know don't be afraid to try something a little different again do a ham if you want or you know whatever makes you happy i know this year the trend i've been hearing is uh, a lot of people aren't cooking as much at home they they're getting a uh, Thanksgiving pizza or, you know, something else, why
0: not help
2: support those, those local restaurants?
0: That's what I've always told my parents. I'm like, I don't need a traditional meal. Order me a pizza, get me Chinese food, and I am perfectly content on Thanksgiving. But you both just mentioned leftovers. And the day after Thanksgiving in my household, my mom throws everything into a pot. And, you know, you make your Thanksgiving mashup sandwich, and it's just my least favorite thing. I'm like, I just one day of Thanksgiving is enough for me. So Ravi, how long do you recommend people keeping their Thanksgiving leftovers? You said get them in the fridge quickly, but how many days can they last in there before you're like don't eat it.
1: So for food safety wise, as long as you can consume everything that is refrigerated, again, not frozen, just refrigerated within four days, you will be in good shape as long as you have not temperature abused uh, your product to begin with. But if you feel that you cannot uh, finish your product within four days, don't wait until four days, uh, right away, freeze as much as you can. And you can always take it out And uh, the key is that once you take it out, you still need to heat that product to an internal temperature of 165 so that if there were any issues related to microorganism, pathogens were growing, they die.
0: Good to know. So be sure you reheat things Mm -hmm. properly and not just eat because some people, they just defrost it and like eating that cold food. Mm -hmm. So it's good to know that you might want to reconsider just eating it straight out of the fridge or right out of the Mm -hmm. freezer. Where do you typically spend
1: Thanksgiving? At home with lots of friends and family. Andrea? Yeah,
2: pretty much the same thing, just kind of nothing fancy. I'm, my family's pretty small right
0: now, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> Sometimes that's nicer because there's less to sort of cook. You don't have as many leftovers. Yes, no, it's nice. We, My mom and
2: I went to the community center for a couple of years ago just to try it, and I think everybody should do that. It really makes you grateful and the food's not bad, and you don't have to worry about doing the dishes, so it's a mm-hmm.
1: nice thing.
0: And so you said that you've been doing that for a couple of years. Now, Ravi, what about you? Do you guys have any special Thanksgiving traditions within your family?
1: No, not really. Like, I uh, born and raised in India, and it uh, was not a holiday over there. But when I came here in the state uh, for my graduate school in uh, 2006, we started celebrating Thanksgiving. And it's pretty much uh, a very typical uh, Thanksgiving. Lots of turkey. My wife is a vegetarian, so we always eat uh, tofu turkey as well. So we cook two turkeys.
0: You've only been celebrating Thanksgiving for 14 years. You said the meals are pretty traditional, but do you have a favorite dish that you or your wife cooks? Uh,
1: my favorite dish is turkey with raw oyster stuffing. As a food safety specialist, I don't recommend that, but that's my favorite dish and I, that's what I like. So.
0: I appreciate your honesty as a professional not recommending that, but you know, it's not about being healthy mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. Yep. Andrea, what about you? Is there, are, first of all, are you the cook in your family or is it someone else in your family who cooks? My mom typically does, but
2: I'm from a food background and so I've done it. And actually, I don't really like Thanksgiving turkey that well anymore because I used to, before I came to OSU, I was in food service and caterings and We used to do a ton of caterings where people wanted turkey. And so I have, if I have to debone another turkey in my life, I could do without it. So I would rather have something else, actually. Are you
0: ham people?
2: No, we have turkey. We have turkey. I'll turn it into something else. So
0: I am not a turkey person either. I'm really not a Thanksgiving meal person. But my mom, we used to make her make a ham for us because we were like, we'd rather eat that. And then my dad's like, well, it's Thanksgiving. We need a turkey. So my poor mother is making both a ham and turkey to please the family. Nothing wrong with that at all. Andrea... You mentioned how people this year are sort of turning to unconventional dinners and supporting local businesses. With this holiday this year being different due to COVID, what are some ideas you have on how people can make the holiday a little bit more festive, even if their whole family might not be able to get together?
2: Well, uh, we've talked about um, or hear about people Zooming instead of, of, you know, actually being, one-on-one with each other, that might not be a bad idea, but I would also consider the interest of maybe incorporating local foods into your your, your festive meal. In fact, I was uh, looking at some really creative ideas. I work a lot with the Maiden Oklahoma Coalition here in Oklahoma, and they were giving me some unusual recipes for turkey and um, Rourke Acres Honey Farm. They were telling me you should take a piece of honeycomb and rub it all over the turkey when it's almost done, and then put it back in the in the oven, crisp it up, and it's so good. Another one, there's a, a new Made in Oklahoma company that just moved to Tulsa, called Milo's Tea Company. They have a recipe on their website with a turkey brine by using sweet tea. You soak it in sweet tea, and then there's onions and other things. and I thought that was really interesting. So. So that might be a way you can you can do something a little different and then incorporate again local some local products that would be fun to try and find them in the grocery stores and things.
0: No, I I love that so much. Robbie, what are your thoughts on that? Have you seen any new recipes on local websites supporting local markets anything like that?
1: No, actually, I rely on Andrea to give us that information. So uh, I'm definitely going to reach out to her to try new recipes from her arsenal.
0: Yeah, I might have to have you send those to me. I can do that. I'm (laughs) not making a turkey this year, but, you know, if there's a side dish or something, I would definitely be willing to try one of those. So I might be uh, reaching out to you for those. And Ravi, one of the most common mistakes you see on Thanksgiving is people setting a fried turkey
1: on fire.
0: How does one avoid that mistake?
1: Well, my expertise is food safety, so this is more of a practical approach. So I would say that uh, at least make sure that uh, you account for the weight of your turkey, especially when you are lowering that turkey inside the the pot full of uh, oil. Um, if not, it's always useful to practice first before you can do that. Make sure that you are not very close to very flammable uh, substance. That's all I can say because I always bake my turkey, but Andrea definitely is, can enlighten us. So
2: Ralph's packing plant in Perkins, I think, but I'm not sure. They do do smoked turkeys where you can order those. Oh, they're fantastic, but they might do fried turkeys for you. So then you don't even have to mess with oil and fire and doing it right because when you put a a really wet turkey into oil it's we've all seen those huge fires that you know on videos and so forth
0: so on the subject of mishaps Ravi I will start with you what is the worst Thanksgiving mishap you yourself have committed
1: I started cooking my regular turkey on top of my tofu turkey so all of the juices were flowing it was getting on my tofu turkey when everything was done my wife complained that why her turkey tastes like regular turkey and then I had to explain and then she is no longer trusting me that uh, with the baking of turkey So
0: So was that intentional to really get out of baking a turkey or was that an honest mistake?
1: I think it was an honest mistake, but now I learned my lesson. Next time, if she's going to ask me, then I'm going to do the same thing.
0: So what did your wife eat? Because she's a vegetarian. So what did she, did she just have side dishes or did she just have this contaminated (laughs) tofurkey?
1: No, then we had lots of other side dishes as well. So uh, she ate that, but uh, again... Uh, lesson learned, so we need to be careful. Even that is also a, an important food safety reminder because if you are storing turkey, even like you are trying to throw turkey inside the refrigerator, juices will come, out, come down, and if you have anything underneath of it, it may contaminate it. So we need to store turkey properly so that juices are not going to be a source of contamination.
0: And Andrea, you said your mom does most of the cooking, but What's the biggest kitchen mishap you've committed on Thanksgiving?
2: Well, when I was growing up, we used to, and don't do this either, thaw your turkey in, in cold water in room temperature. But we had a cat. I I heard the cat doing something. It had gotten on the counter and was eating the turkey out of the wrapper as it was thawing. And so I was, we had to cut a big old hunk out of... of raw turkey out of the top part where the cat had eaten it so that's one of the biggest mishaps. <laughs> Don't let your cat
0: get on the counter and eat your turkey. <laughs> but you were able to salvage some yes, of it we so did. Thanksgiving was not completely no, ruined. No. It was a story now. So but that is yeah so watch out for your animals. You never know what they're going to get into. And then also I think be careful with animals and the bones cuz the bones aren't good for animals either. Andrea, I'll go back to you on this. What are some of the fun gadgets or kitchen things that you've seen that could, you know, maybe help in the kitchen when it comes to preparing a meal? My favorite—I'm not a big gadget
2: person—but my favorite gadget is a stick blender. I don't know if you you know what that looks like. It, it it's basically a, a blender that you has a the blades that you just put in a small. Like you can make smoothies with it. It can go in a small cup or it can make big things. But that is just an absolute miracle to make it fabulous gravy because if you take your juices from your turkey and and hopefully you've simmered them with some carrots and celery and a little bit of onion and then you can take that little gadget and puree it all oh it makes a world of difference it's fantastic
0: that's my favorite gadget i've seen them on cooking shows before and i'm always like Get that one. looks so fun so i'll add it to my wish list and Ravi, as a food safety specialist, what gadgets do you recommend to sort of make sure that your meal is cooked
1: through? I think number one gadget that I recommend is thermometer. Um, Try to invest in not the IR thermometer that you just shine on on the surface because they're not going to give you internal temperature. Good good old-fashioned stick-up thermometer are perfect for making sure that your turkey or any food product is safe.
0: Any final tips to those listeners on how to make this Thanksgiving a memorable one?
1: Well, make sure that uh, you cook your product well. Do not cross-contaminate. And when, whenever you are in doubt that if this food product is good or not, throw it away. It's not worth to take that risk.
0: Andrea, what about from you?
2: For me, it's it's think about it, it's really about family. It's not really the food and what tastes good, who's a good cook, who's not. It's It's you're connecting with family and spending quality time.
0: In the spirit of the holiday, I would like to say how thankful I am for Ravi and Andrea's advice and expertise. Show us you're thankful for the Inside OSU podcast by sharing, liking and subscribing. Once again, I'm your host, Megan Robinson, and I hope you all have a safe and happy Thanksgiving.